0: Hey y'all, it's Mackenzie and I'm back at ya with episode 16 of Just Mackenzie Things. And it's Friday. I'm so happy it's Friday because, I don't know, last night I woke up in the middle of the night. I had some random crazy dream and then went back to bed and, I don't know, by the end of the week I'm always so tired because I am a third grade teacher, so I'm with third graders and with nine-year-olds all day and they are a handful, but I do love them. And it's really fun. Um, So today I'm going to be talking about the single ladies. So if you're a single lady, I definitely think you should stay on this podcast because I want to talk about kind of some of the pros and the struggles of being a single 20 something woman in 2022. So if you know me on a personal level, um, I am single. And if you didn't know that, now you know. Um, I honestly have a love-hate relationship with being single. I would honestly say I actually 70% like it and 30% don't. So I'm getting to the point where I actually like it more than I don't like it. But really why I'm making this podcast is because I'm going to talk about society's perspective of you being single and how that actually bothers me kind of more than uh, my personal beliefs on being single, but how you can kind of combat the day-to-day if people are kind of bugging you about it and they're like, oh, the time will come. You have so much time. And just the normal cliches that you just hear probably every other day. So for me, my singleness is kind of a special case um, because I've pretty much always been in relationships. I mean, I was not like a serial... Relationshiper, but I mean I would be in a relationship it would be about one to two years and then if it just didn't progress I mean we ended it and then usually I would take like a year hiatus of dating um so I've been probably in like three or four serious relationships um since high school uh my last relationship um in my mind I honestly thought he was the one And we had talks of the future. Um, He was talking about what our life would look like. Um, I honestly thought we were going to get married. I think we were both kind of, it was only about seven or eight months in. Actually, I think it was seven. Um, But I kind of just knew. And the way we talked to each other about it, um, in my mind, I I thought that that was going to be The person I married. Um, And I've talked about this in other podcasts too, but uh, he passed away um, seven months into us dating. Uh, He was in a tragic car accident and died instantly. And honestly, from that day forward, uh, my life has drastically changed in every way possible. Um, The grief that I carried for so long was so dehabilitating. Um, I could barely even work a job. I was running a dance program and I still do run the dance program, but I had just opened it a month before he died. So I just started up a new business. I had the responsibility of a 20 person team. Um, I was coaching junior high Palm. I was teaching in a dance studio. I was very dance, dance, dance. Cause that's also who I am, but, um, it was hard to even do that. Um, while I was dating him, uh, I was considering becoming a school teacher, which now I am. God is good. Um, but I had to put that whole process on halt because I knew there was absolutely no way that I could mentally withstand being a school teacher, um, and learning all of those new systems and processes while, um, grieving this type of loss. Um, so that's kind of why, and the reason I say that story, that's kind of why, uh, dating has been so difficult because, uh, I kind of have sort of like an abandonment wound now. I have this really big fear of something traumatic happening again or something of that caliber occurring. Which I also understand that what happened to me and what happened to Jake, um, is an extreme case and is not a day-to-day, um, occurrence, um, especially with relationships. Normally they would end in another way, but, um, that is something that I will still probably process for a long time. Um, and it has been a lot more difficult to open up my heart, uh, since that happened. Um. Have I dated since then? Yes-ish. Yeah, I have. Um, I waited about six to eight months to start dating again. Um, And then when I did start dating again, I, I always feel like dating is a reflection of your current viewpoint of yourself. And after Jake died, I would say those first eight months, I was really low, okay? Like, I was still trying to figure out, like, What I wanted to do for my career, um, because I didn't start teaching at the time. Um, I was trying to navigate running a new business, um, navigate grief. And so I just felt really badly about myself, okay? And when I finally started liking somebody, that relationship-ish that we had was a direct reflection of how I viewed myself, because of how I was allowing him to treat me. So he was treating me like I was an option. He was treating me like um, I was like disposable. He would not commit. Um, he would not take things to the next level. We were going on dates, we were hanging out. We were basically like boyfriend and girlfriend, but he would not commit. And that lack of commitment was also just a reflection of what I was allowing. I was allowing him to not commit. And then about seven or eight months in. I know. I know ladies you're listening to this. And you're like "What? why would you even let this go on. It was up and down. Up and down. We'd be talking for a bit. We wouldn't be talking. It was a roller coaster. I finally was like you know I've had enough of this. And I finally ended it. Um, and then I have dated a little bit since then. Um, but hasn't really been anybody that I've been, like, extremely into, um, so now I'm going to kind of go on to the pros of being single and also the cons of day-to-day, and I also just want to use this podcast to encourage you, uh, in whatever season you are in, if you are in a single season, that God does have a purpose for it, um, I'm going to start with the cons first because I hate ending on a negative note, and I'd rather just say the bad things and then just talk about the good things, um, The cons is that, honestly, a con for me is that society views it as bad, and I, I hate when people make comments as if, like, almost, like, being single is a curse. Like, people kind of have this, like, I feel bad for you mentality, but that kind of annoys me because I don't necessarily feel bad for myself. Like, I don't, there are nights where I'm like, I can't believe I'm single, but, like, I don't feel like any less of a person because I'm single. I just I mean I just go about life like anybody else. And so when people say things like, Oh, like it's gonna happen for you, like this is what it's this is when it's gonna happen and you're so young. Like people act like I haven't reached like a peak or a pinnacle until I've gotten in a relationship and got married. Like as if that is like the prize. And I've finally gotten to this mentality where like getting married or not even getting married, like having a boyfriend and getting married and having kids, like that's not the prize. Like until you actually look at yourself and view yourself as a person, as the prize and all the things that you can accomplish as a person and all the things that God has made you to do as an individual, taking away all of the relationships That to me is more valuable than just like adding in a person and saying like, that's where my value comes from. Because for me, I'd rather keep all of my dreams inside of me. So keep my like business ideas, keep my school job, um, keep, oh, I don't even want to disclose the next thing till it comes out. But there's so many like personal dreams I have as a person that God gave me as a person. And I wouldn't give those up for... A boyfriend or a husband, like that's not, that's not what's going to fulfill me. Like I'm already fulfilled as a per as a single woman, just as Mackenzie Fox, I'm fulfilled. Okay. And so it is annoying. I'm just going to be honest. It's annoying when people think that being single or like me being single is like something that needs to be fixed because it, there's nothing that needs to be fixed about that. Like if I have a relationship, that's great. And if I don't, that's, that's great too, as long as I'm happy with myself. Um, another con of being single is that you will kind of get way too picky if your standards are high. But that's also a, a pro, okay? So for me, it's a pro and a con because I have such high standards for men. Like extremely, extremely high. And not because I think, oh, like... I need this and blah, blah, blah. But like my standards for myself as an individual are so high. So if my own personal standards are high, I sure as hell am not going to settle for somebody that's of lower standards than I have for myself. So the reason this is a con is because my options are very slim, very, very slim. Like I don't just talk to random guys. I don't just go out on dates with anybody. I actually, quite frankly, will tell some guys that I'm not going to go on a date with them because, I don't know, it's like, <laughs> I heard this podcast once, it's about like, basically if you compare it to being a Louis Vuitton bag, okay, not everybody can go in a Louis Vuitton store, okay, and if you're listening to this and you think this sounds pretentious, you're on the wrong podcast because this is just who I am as a person, but you need to think of yourself as the Louis Vuitton bag, okay? Not everybody can have a Louis Vuitton bag, okay? So not every guy can have you. If your options are just overflowing and you're just letting whoever and whatever come into your life, really, how high are your standards then? Probably not that high. And I'm not saying that to be rude, but I'm just saying like, You are worth it, so you might as well just raise your standards. And it might not be fun not having all these guys on you, but really, do you want all the guys on you? Because I don't. Because I'm telling you, once you view yourself in a higher light, you will look at some of these men. Like, there's guys that I look at from my past that I dated, and in my new viewpoint of myself, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, literally, what was I thinking? Because I don't know what I was thinking at the time. Um, so those are some cons, but I'm going to talk about the pros because that's the most important thing, because I think you should celebrate being single and look at it as a blessing because God does bless every single season. And in Ecclesiastes three, he talks about how there is a time for everything and that there's a time for everything and every activity that happens under the sun and your single season is not accidental. Okay. It is ordained and it's time for you to start seeing the blessings in that. So for me, some of the pros are that I know who the heck I am because I actually I think people think I like being around people all the time cuz I'm a school teacher so like I'm around kids all day. I'm around like 500 people. I dance with people like on a dance team, I own the dance team. I'm around my family, but like I actually love being by myself. Like there's nothing better for me at least, than coming back to my apartment and just like laying in my bed or like reading a book, watching TikTok, taking a bath, dancing to music by myself. Like being single for me has been the most freeing thing because I'm not having to worry about like, oh, what does my boyfriend want to do? What are our plans for the weekend? Like, what are we doing? Like, I don't have to worry about that. Like, I literally just worry about myself. And that is so amazing because like I come home from work and I mean, I'm the caretaker of 20 kids all day. Like, yes, I'm a teacher, but if you're a teacher, you're a caretaker, especially if you're elementary age. Um, and I come home and I'm like, dang, like, what do I want to do this evening? Like, do I want to hang out with my family? Do I want to go on a walk? Do I want to go take Pilates? Do I want to dance? Do I want to give spray tans? I have that leeway to do what I want, um, without the opinion of another person. And I think, That is so important that you can at least have that time to know that Um, because when you know yourself so well, you're not just going to let anybody else into your sphere Um, because you get a lot of time to know who you are as a person. And so that's also another reason why I don't necessarily let really a lot of people into my life just because I know who I am and what I want. And so if that doesn't match, then you're not really probably going to come in. Um another pro and I'm telling you this is going to make you feel so good about yourself but um is that when you can financially take care of yourself you do not rely on a man's financial civility and since you can stand on your own you will look for far more in a guy than his financial status so obviously I do want a provider protector I think every female wants that um but for me like I do not need a man to do that. It's not the fact that I don't want it, but I'm in a place where I don't need it. And when you are in a place with anything in your life where you don't need something, you operate so differently in the world because neediness, you can just tell. When a person's needy because of like, they'll even make comments and say like, I needed this job or like, I needed this. And I mean, yeah, I need a job and like, I need my little businesses, but like I'm secure in all those aspects. So I don't feel like I need a man. Like I pay my own bills. I pay for my own place. I do my own work. I have my own job. I have my own two extra incomes. I don't need a guy to provide that would it be amazing if I had dual income and another guy was in the picture and he was providing? Absolutely. But I'm not coming from a desperate place of like, oh, I need a man to buy me a house and a a car. Like hopefully in a year I can buy my own house. So if then it's at that point it's like, dude, like what do you have to offer? Like what, what are you bringing to the table? Um, Because if you're a woman and you are the table, Honestly, a lot of guys really won't want to approach that. But, like, be confident in yourself. It's 2022. We are not in the 50s anymore. Um, And this is not, like, one of those feminist statements. But, like, I guess maybe it kind of is. We don't need a man. Okay? I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't need no man. But, like, I don't need no man. I want a man. Like, I have the desire to have a relationship with a man. (laughs) But I do not need one. And I don't feel bad about saying that. And you shouldn't either. No, you should not need a man, okay? I feel like, and I mean, I wasn't around, but maybe a long time ago, like women kind of needed men because back then it was like viewed as less normal to be working and to be um, independent. But that's not the case anymore. And so when you don't need something, You operate so differently because you're not going to approach it out of need. So I don't know, like a year ago, I'm going to tell you about this, like that relationship with that guy, or we'll call it a situationship because it was not a relationship, but I kind of felt at the time like I needed a man because I was not taking the best care of myself. Um, I wasn't paying my own way. I was working, but I was not working to where I could technically provide for myself. But then when I started to get my own ish together and, um, was taking care of me, if I approached that situation now, I would probably not even consider it for more than five seconds. So that's the pros is when you are secure within yourself, you will operate differently. You won't need a man. um, you get all of that free time to just like think about like what do you want to do what do you like as a person um also coming out of like a people-pleasing stage that I've kind of grown up as a people-pleaser I'm definitely not anymore um and that's another thing like you won't do something because you think you need to like impress you just do it because you freaking want to so Yeah, I'm going to end this because it's been 20 minutes and I'm going to teach the third grade. So I hope you have a blessed day if you were listening. And um, yeah, I'll see you on the next podcast. Single ladies, keep on rocking and rolling. Bye-bye.